David, these playoffs this season have shown a ton of talent on these teams, but the Chargers do have a chance to steal some of those talented players in free agency. You are locked on Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade. Joined as always by my co-host, David Drogmeyer. We've been covering the Chargers for over six seasons, but this is our fifth season going into as a host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. What's up, guys? Thank you for making us your first listen today. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the new Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms, wherever you get your podcast from. But we have a lot to get into today because we're going to be talking about Free agency, because that's the first thing on the checklist for the Chargers as they head into the 2022 offseason. And who better to look at in free agency than the teams that are currently in the playoffs that are obviously loaded with talented players, including Brandon Staley's former team with the Rams. There's a lot of connections there we're going to start with as far as guys the Chargers could potentially target in free agency. Then we'll get into the 49ers and Chiefs with some players there that could help the Chargers. And finally, the Bengals, who have one guy I would be really really interested in bringing in for sure that could help the chargers a lot but this podcast is brought to you by onlinegambling.com the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the nfl playoffs visit onlinegambling.com nfl to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs all right david well uh, we wanted to do this and we obviously are going to have a ton on free agency as the offseason continues and as march approaches and when that window begins but who better to look at than the playoff teams because there's some really really good players and a lot of the times when you have these rosters put together, these playoff, you know, Super Bowl rosters, you're going to have some free agency, you know, issues coming up. We're going to have to make some tough decisions, including the Los Angeles Rams, the Chargers crosstown rivals. You know, you could say that they have some players that the Chargers should be very, very interested in because Brandon Staley, first of all, was there in 2020 and led the number one defense in the NFL. You've seen some of these players play under Brandon Staley. And obviously they just have a loaded roster while also not having a ton of salary cap to deal with it. And they have less than $200,000 in salary cap, according to SportTrack, as far as their 2022 cap space. So that is not a great situation, David. So when you're looking at the Rams, some of Brandon Staley's former protégés, who are you looking at the Chargers could potentially target? Yeah, I mean, I think one big name off the bat, and I think this one's probably a little bit less likely than some of the other names that we're going to throw around here. But I mean, how could you not? It's Von Miller. Yeah. It would be awesome to add Von Miller to this defense, to this pass rush. Just imagine two incredible pass rushers on the same team. And, hey, they could even put him on the same side. Joey Bosa and Von Miller terrorizing quarterbacks. Hmm. They're already obviously very familiar with each other, having played against each other uh, for you know several years in the AFC West. To add a guy of that talent, of that experience, uh, of that ability, even in you know the current age that he's in, Still doing really big things, especially down the stretch for the Rams. That that move really started to pay dividends as they uh, you know entered the playoffs. And when they got to the playoffs, Von Miller was making some big impact plays. So how could you not just daydream of a backfield on the defensive side of Joey Bosa and Von Miller? Yeah, and he's such a good compliment to Joey Bosa. And I think the thing is, is you didn't see him with the Rams. But you did see him with the Broncos playing under Vic Fangio, and he did play with 
Brandon Staley as yeah. the outside linebackers coach there in 2018. So like there are 2019, but there's definitely, you know, some reasons there to be excited, even though he's at an age where you would be a little bit hesitant. And he obviously has had some injuries as well. So that's going to pull you back a little bit. But I mean, top 10 and run stop percentage, still a great phenomenal pass rusher who's been having, you know, a ton of moments so far in the playoffs and the move is paying major dividends And the Rams after trading picks for him would probably like to bring him back. But with $200,000 in salary cap space, probably not going to happen. You're not going to be able to bring all these guys back. Another one that I think a lot of people have been talking about is Sebastian Joseph Day, who's another guy that would make a lot of sense and had his best season under Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. He's a disruptor on the defensive line. It's something that the defensive line really needs. He's also a good run stuffer as well, while being athletic and not necessarily being just a guy who can plug gaps. But what he can do, though, is draw you know double teams. He can draw coverage or you know blocking away from the edge rushers and things like that is something he's done really well for Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd in the past, even though he was injured this year. Someone I would be very interested in, David. Who else would you look at the Rams that you'd think about bringing in? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to flip this over to the offensive side, and it's one of the only offensive players that I actually have on my list for today's show. I think it's universally known, looking at the Chargers, that most of their issues lie on the other side of the football. But when you're looking at, at this player, I mean, he just has a great combination of skill and age. It's Austin Corbett, the right guard. He is only 26 years old, so he's right in the prime of his his career. He's only given a, he only gave up three sacks this year, only six hits, and only 34 pressures allowed the entire season. I think you get him in that offensive line, working next to Corey Lindsley and whoever they bring in to play right tackle, because that player is probably not on the team right now. I think would be a great signing. I think that you probably get him for a decent deal. Uh, I mean, the Chargers got plenty of money to spend, but I like that as a replacement to where you can have some guys that you can probably really synergize on that offensive line, get that chemistry going, and let them play together for a considerable amount of time. Yeah, and we know how big chemistry is on the offensive line and just how much you need those guys to be on the same page, and it's made better when you're surrounded by great players too. So you wouldn't think it would be tough for him to fit in. And, I mean, Michael Schofield was solid last year. Yeah, he he had a couple of really bad games and, like, they're similar as far as how good they are, but obviously Corbett it comes much younger. It's a piece that you could try to build around, and obviously the price tag will have a lot to do with it. But he's a young, productive guard playing for a really good team. So you'd think there would have to be a pretty big market for that, just with all the teams in the spotlight being on them right now. The last one I would do is Darius Williams, because I think to me that's one of the no-brainer fits for the Chargers if they wanted to address cornerback in free agency, because Darius Williams was fantastic under Brandon Staley in 2020 he really put himself on the map there four interceptions only two touchdowns allowed all season only allowed a 50 percent completion percentage when he that's was targeted. really good yeah i mean yeah. a passer rating allowed a 59.9 so that would lead the chargers this year as far as all of their cornerbacks by a considerable margin and i think that's the other thing too is you just you've seen it you've seen the success in brandon staley's system we talk about michael davis struggling in this system we already know one player from the rams that would be able to fit in well because we've seen it, David, and that's Darius Williams. And once he gets the ball in his hands, he's electric as well. Multiple scoring touchdowns defensively in his career. So that one is one of the most no-brainer picks to me. Still very good, still a young guy. I mean, this year he wasn't as good. They had him playing a little bit more in the slot, but you could definitely see him playing a lot more outside if you were to come to the Chargers. 
Yeah, I mean, I think this is a move that's pretty much already done. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I think this is a player that probably already has lightning bolts in his future. I just think that there's too much. Uh, it's just too much of a perfect marriage, right? The Chargers have so much cap space. It. Brandon Staley is the head coach. Darius Williams had one of his best years under Brandon Staley. You bring him into the fold. I, I think this is when you talk about Brandon Staley bringing in his guys, this is the first name that pops up to me. I think it's it's an automatic thing. I think you can pretty much write it in stone. I, I think if he gets to free agency, the Chargers probably are going to be one of the main suitors for his services as they should be. I just think that makes too much sense. And one last name I'll throw in there just for fun. Uh, I mean, what, who wouldn't want to see Odell Beckham Jr. catching <laughs> passes from Justin Herbert? I mean, some of those circus catches that OBJ has made in his career. Obviously, I know that it's probably not going to happen, but I mean, hey, it would be really fun. And I mean, just imagine some of the circus video game type of plays that those two guys could come up with on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a pipe dream for sure. But like, I think Odell is tough, too, because it's like you've seen him be really successful in parts of his career. Right. And then go to Cleveland, be, you know, not on the same page with Baker Mayfield. And then look really electric again with Matthew Stafford. So obviously that'd be great. But I think the point here is like the Chargers aren't going to bring in all these guys, but it's hard to imagine the Rams bringing all these guys back at this point and really one thing <laughs> one thing you know we always talk about how much players love brandon staley we haven't yeah. i don't think seen that fully come to fruition in free agency yet no. and one thing we did see with brandon staley last year is how much influence he had on bringing in players and what the team focused on going into the 2021 season you know when it was about making sure justin herbert had what he needed they did that hopefully you know we can see some more of those relationships coming back because the ones they had last year weren't great. And, you know, the Trey Marshalls of the world, the, you know, whoever you want to talk about, Eric Banks. I mean, they just weren't impact players. But obviously, there's some players out there we've seen in Brandon Staley's system, and we've seen them really succeed in it. And one of the best things about free agency potentially is being able to take players away from your division rival. So coming up next, we'll talk about the Chiefs and if the Chargers could bring any players away from them or the San Francisco 49ers who look like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. And they definitely have one of the best defenses. But I do need to tell Chargers fans who are looking for an edge these days they can find it with OnlineGambling.com. We thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving bettors the edge throughout the playoffs, and they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make the bets as informed as ever. They did give me a chance to pick my Super Bowl pick, and I picked the Packers and Chiefs. So, I'm already, you know, over one on that one. Thanks a lot, Aaron Rodgers. Thanks a lot, bad special teams, as if they didn't haunt the Chargers enough. But now I get a chance to redeem myself with OnlineGambling.com, and I get to pick who I think the Super Bowl is going to be now. I will stick with the Chiefs, obviously. I think at this point it's hard to bet against them when they can score 13 seconds left. But on the other side of things, I think it's tough. You're going to go Rams in that one as well. And I think that the Rams end up losing to the Chiefs, but it would be a pretty crazy to see that shootout from a few years ago, you know, that happened in Mexico City or supposed to, that, you know, 45 to like 54 game or that absolutely insane game. So that's what I'm going to do now for my Super Bowl picks. But you guys can go to onlinegambling.com and see who they have for their Super Bowl picks, which can be found in the OG Tips article on their website. And right now, guys, make sure to visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and odds to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most out of this year's playoffs.
All right, David, well, we got a boogie in this one because we have a couple of teams I want to touch on here, including, you know, a team that's won a championship and obviously keeps winning the AFC West with the Kansas City Chiefs and a team that stole, you know, Melvin Ingram, I guess. Not really. I mean, he left the Chargers, let him walk, but he's made a big, big impact for the Chiefs. Is Melvin Ingram the guy you're trying to bring from the Chiefs, David, in free agency? Who do you got when you were looking at the Chiefs as far as somebody the Chargers could steal, help their own team and also hurt a division rival? Well, of course it's Melvin Ingram. Uh, no, it's <laughs> it's not Melvin Ingram. The Chargers are not going to bring back Melvin Ingram. I would be hard-pressed to see that become a reality. So yeah. um, for me, I'm looking at the corners, actually, for, uh, for the Chiefs. I think one name uh, sticks out above all the rest for a guy who I think would you, know, you bring in and would fit very, very beautifully, and that's Charvarius Ward, who is only 25 years old, which is crazy to think about. I mean, this guy seems like he's been on the Chiefs forever. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we watched the Chargers like and the Chiefs play, you know, over and over and over again. But it does seem like he's been in the league for a long time. Coming off a very good year, 60 tackles, eight pass breakups, two interceptions. But the biggest thing that was such an attraction for me as far as bringing in Traverius Ward was he is such a sure tackler on the outside. He had only 4.1 missed tackle percentage. That's crazy. That's only three missed tackles all season long. And this was a guy that was playing all year long. So the Chargers have had some issues with their, you know, contain on the outside with their corners, having some issues, you know, really making those tackles. This is a guy that doesn't have that issue. And also only allowing a passer rating of 77 as well. So he does his job all the way around. I think he's a good, really, really good young corner that the Chargers would be wise to be able to bring into the fold. Yeah, and when Brandon Saylor always talks about, you know, how run defense is an 11-man thing and you need your corners to be able to tackle as well, and especially towards the end of the year, the Chargers corners weren't tackling well. Chris Harris Jr. all season. Michael Davis had some improvements, but still not a good tackler. And I think Asante Samuel Jr. after the concussions was yeah, a worse tackler. Yeah. For sure. And, I mean, hard to really truly blame him for that. I would like that pick for sure. The Chargers obviously need help at corner as well. Another guy, I mean, there wasn't a lot from the Chiefs that I want. Like Tyron Matthew doesn't really make sense for the Chargers. So there's some guys like that that just don't really make sense for the Chargers and what their yeah. asking price would be. But yeah. Derek Nottie's a guy I would think about kicking the tires on, just as a guy that I liked coming out of Florida State and a guy who's been at his best a really, really good run stopper who could come after falling kind of out of the rotation as a guy who could come in potentially on the cheap. He has had a down year this year, but he's been pretty solid throughout his career. So I think that's somebody I'd be looking at. Anyone else you want to touch on the Chiefs before we get into the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, la lastly, I mean, this one's probably a little bit of a shot in the dark. But, I mean, I think it's an attempt to try to bring in a little bit of speed. And that's Byron Pringle, the wide receiver. Um, you put up some some really solid numbers. Obviously, you're you're kind of playing with fire with this situation because how much of that of that production is becoming is coming from him? How much of that is a byproduct of Andy Reid or, of course, of Patrick Mahomes and his greatness as well? But forty two catches, five hundred sixty eight yards, thirteen point five yards per catch, and five touchdowns. That's pretty damn solid production from probably the fifth guy on the depth chart. So not a bad option and a guy who definitely has some speed. He's not great in, you know, in those after the catch situations, but this is a guy who, who does have some wheels. Yeah. I, mean, I think it just doesn't seem like it because he plays with McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill. And obviously those are hard guys to have to, you know, fight for targets against. Yeah. And with obviously throwing Travis Kelsey in there as well. 
I mean, I think for me, if I, the Chargers are going to bring in a receiver, I want to find some sort of elite trait, whether it's just guy who can absolutely, you know, blow the top off of a defense and be a legitimate deep threat. First every, and foremost, yeah. right? Yeah, and or an explosive guy after the catch who's going to bring that to the table and bring an element to the offense that it doesn't already have. But yeah, let's flip things over to the 49ers because I think there's one guy that makes the most sense to me, and that's DJ Jones, a defensive tackle for them who has been really – Really solid. I mean, 40 yeah. stops this year defensively. That would lead all Chargers defensive Crazy. linemen. 18 <laughs> pressures to go along with it. Really a well-rounded player that I think is just a, a guy who's also pretty young at this point in his career and could help the Chargers defensive front, which is where I'm obviously focused on right now as far as their free agency. Yeah, I mean, I love that pick. I mean, how could you not? 40 of his 43 tackles were for stops? Like, that's <laughs> – absolutely insane that that's the type of production that has been sorely missed from this chargers defensive line outside of justin jones so you can add another impact player to that to really help that dimension obviously we know the chargers need that for me i'm looking at of the pass rusher arden key i think arden key would be a good addition a guy who had eight sacks and 36 pressures along with 14 hits and 11 stops as well. So he can provide a little bit in the run-stopping situation, but this is a guy I'm bringing in to try to help get after the quarterback, who I don't think would cost a lot of money, who also is still on the younger side as well. Yeah, Arden Key scares me just because like the only time you've seen him be good in his career is with the 49ers, because this is a guy who was on the Raiders for a while as well, does not very good kind of flame Raiders suck. But it just and for both of these guys along the defensive front, really, just because like that seems like a magical place to go. Playing with yeah. Nick Bosa, playing with Eric Armstead, like a ton of guys are doing and putting up a lot of numbers, I should say, on that defensive line. I mean, Arden Key that came out of nowhere, but all of a sudden the dude is a lethal pass rusher. Yeah. And someone that you would want to bring in, right? But it's just like, can the Chargers get that out of them with they, you know, the 49ers got out of them? One of the guys I was looking at was Lakin Tomlinson, just as a guy who I know would be solid and upgrade the Chargers offensive line, but kind of a nice bow. You would have to switch from left guard to right guard, but I don't think the numbers make a lot of sense. And I think that the 49ers will probably do what they can to bring him back just because they drafted a guard in the second round, Aaron Banks, a guy that we talked about last year. He hasn't really played for them at all this season. So it's hard to say that he's going to be ready to take over that mantle. And he's projected to make like 11 plus million dollars per year. In salary caps. I doubt the Chargers are shelling out out, and I don't necessarily think they should. According to PFF, they were really guessing more around $7 million, $8 million, maybe $9 million a season. So, like, that would be more doable. But I just think at guard, like, for example, I mean, Lincoln Tomlinson gave up 24 pressures last year. Michael Schofield gave up 24 pressures last year. Lincoln Tomlinson is much better known for his run blocking. He's a much more well-rounded player than Michael Schofield. But for that price difference, I think you can just do more with less money at the guard position potentially than the paying that a premium in free agency instead of, you know, paying potentially an impact defensive player. Anybody else from the 49ers you want to touch on before we move on? Yeah, no, I mean, those are the only names that I had on my list. I mean, looking at, at, at these teams, there's a lot of players that you look at and you're like, okay, I mean, I could see that. But then you say, oh, this guy's a little bit on the older side. I, I kind of, you know, part of my parameters, I didn't want any kind of older players. I didn't want sure. anybody that was bordering the age of 30. Except for Von Miller. Yeah, except for Von Miller, just because he's still productive. But a lot of the other guys I I really kind of wanted to shy away from just because I think this team needs to get younger and they need to get faster and more athletic, more dynamic. And I just think, obviously, the younger you are, the more possibility for that to to be 
the the, the case. Sure, and I, I mean, I think Chargers fans, you know, have the right to kind of be a little scarred from older free agency targets sure. of the Chargers, right? I mean, that definitely has burned them in the past. But there is one guy that may maybe my favorite guy. I don't think we've even talked about yet, and who's on the Bengals. So we do have a couple more guys. The last team in the playoffs is the Bengals, and obviously they've had a huge season. The defense got a lot better. The offense has been unrecognizable from years past. And there's a couple players the Chargers have a chance to potentially steal once this free agency period starts. But we're going to get to that after this. I need to tell you guys first about the best app that I use right now. It's the GetUpside app, an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app from the App Store or the Google Play Store right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you can save 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up when you download the app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore, guys. Shouldn't have to talk you into saving money at the gas pump, especially with how egregious gas prices are right now. And if you guys are food delivery driver, ride share driver, you can save hundreds and hundreds of dollars per year when you use the GetUpside app because you're driving around, save money. You're doing it anyways. It costs you nothing because there's no downside with the GetUpside app. You can get the money directly into your bank account you can get it through PayPal. You can also get it in Amazon and other big gift card brands. And also, guys, you can save up to 25 cents or more per gallon on your first fill-up when you use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Start saving on money on gas today. I also need to tell you guys about my favorite protein bar on the planet, and that is Bilt Bar. And somebody in the NFL group chat for Lockdown the other day said, you know, what was your guilty pleasure? And I was thinking Bilt Bar because it is something that's great, especially – I'm dieting. I'm actually getting married soon, so I have to be on the protein bars right now like no other. I'm eating a lot of built Bars because they're perfect. I, I need things. I'm having to eat so healthy right now that I need something that tastes great, and that's what I love about built Bars. I mean, you're not going to get something that's chalky or waxy, right? Nothing that tastes like a chemical spill. You're getting something that tastes like you're having a candy bar. You're tasting like you're cheating on your diet when you're having something that's low in carbs and high in fiber, and tons of protein in it, also low on sugar as well, and all the flavors you get. I mean, you can go peanut butter, brownie, cookies, and cream. I've basically been living off of them, but there's a ton of other great flavors to choose from. You can go mint brownie, you can go coconut, all the great flavors, and a mix box where you can try all of them at Built.com. And if you guys go to Built.com right now, you can even save some money. Since you listen to this show, if you use the promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your order. That's LOCKED15, all caps, one word for 15% off at Built.com. All right, Dave, well, now it's time to get into the last team here, and it's the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that's one of the things that Chargers fans are struggling with right now because in the AFC, two bad choices potentially has you know teams that are going to go to the Super Bowl. I think there's a lot of NFC fans out there right now because I don't know if any Chargers fans want to see Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes win a Super Bowl right this year nope. because Joe's always going to get compared to Justin Herbert, you know, fairly or unfairly, even though the Chargers never had a shot at him, right? They didn't have the number one overall pick. Yeah. So it didn't really, it shouldn't really be as much of a discussion, but Herbert's been so good that it's a conversation, right? And both of them have been so good. But David, I mean, there's some guys that when I was looking at this Bengals rosters and guys who were going to be free agents after this season and after this playoff run by the Bengals, I couldn't help but be intrigued. So who do you want to start with as far as Bengal free agents you think the Chargers to target in free agency? Yeah, looking at the Bengals free agents, they got a lot of names on the list, but there's only one kind of position group that I want to draw from, from this Bengals team, and it is the defensive line. And I'm going to take the first of these options because I know uh, the other one I don't talk about, I'm sure, is going to be one of your choices. 
but that is going to be Larry Ogunjobi, the defensive tackle. He's 27 years old, coming off of a very impressive season. 45 tackles, 31 run stops, 8 sacks, 7 hits on the quarterback, and 40 pressures. This is a very well-rounded football player, a disruptor in the middle of the defensive line, a guy who can take on your double-team blocks, who can get your run stops, and who can get after the quarterback. And I've already talked about how important on previous shows it is to get that interior pressure that really has only come in the form of Jerry Tillery. If they can add a guy like this who has this kind of pedigree, uh, man, that would be super impactful um, for this Chargers pass rush and this just this defense in general. Yeah, I mean, especially with those sack numbers, I think that's what's going to ultimately drive him out of the Chargers price range, which is why I didn't have him on this. And, I mean, there are times when he's a liability in run defense. I mean, he has a ton of run stops, but there are definitely times where he's weak there, so it's hard with the Chargers run defense to be like, fully endorse a guy who's not, you know, dominant. But the problem is you don't, you're not going to find these players who are, you know, all around good that are great run stuffers and great pass rushers. There's just a limited amount at that defensive tackle position in general. But I do hope that those eight sacks are going to cover up what BJ Hill has been able to do this season. His yeah. fellow defensive tackle and DJ Reader is there as well. He's not a free agent because he got the bag already. It is going to be in Cincinnati for a little while, but BJ Hill, I mean, you can just go back to this last game against the Titans. I mean, the dude is for real. He's a great player, a great all around player and a great trade for the Bengals, which maybe would lead them to, or you to think, God, that was a word. <laughs> it leads you to think that he would be back with the Bengals just because, you know, he has such a solid player, but are they going to have that contract with BJ reader, you know, DJ reader, and then also have another one with Larry Ogunjobi. And then also have another one with BJ Hill while they're paying Trey Hendrickson on that defensive line as well. You, you think it's unlikely. It's probably unlikely that they're going to sign three decent to, you know, to high, you know, average annual value contracts to three different defensive linemen. It just doesn't seem like that's something that normally occurs. So I think, you know, there's a pretty strong chance that one of these guys gets away and either one of them would be an upgrade and would be a good asset. I think, obviously, if you're looking at these two players, B.J. Hill is probably the one you, you want just because the combination of everything that you you talked about and the age. He's only 25 years old. So another That's a guy crazy thing. you can really add to this defense and add some inject some youth and some exuberance that the Chargers definitely need. Yeah, and PFF has his projected contract at three years, $8.75 million. Oh, God. I would sign up right now. I mean, that's very along the lines of what you paid for Limbaugh Joseph. But in this scenario, you get another year added onto it. And you have a young player who's been solid his entire career. I mean, the Giants just shipping out good players, I guess. But he would be a guy and he's solid, right? As far as a pass rusher as well. 29 pressures this season, six sacks. Like, so like he's a good pass rusher and a good run stopper, which is just not something you're seeing very often. Like I was just talking about. And hopefully, you know, Guy on his own team might lower the price on him a little bit. I'm hoping for at least, but I would sign that contract for sure. One other guy that I had who would be a total reclamation project and it would have to be just a flyer shot in the dark kind of guy would be Darius Phillips. And I know I've seen people talking about that Chargers fans as well. And he's an exciting player, but the first thing, I mean, red flag is he just injuries, right? I mean, it would have to be a prove a deal just because he hasn't played in all 16 games or now 17 games in his whole career. And he's only played over 30% of the defensive snaps for Cincinnati one time in his four seasons. But 
He also had a span where he had four interceptions in eight games a couple of years ago, too. So there's a ton of upside there. So I think you'd definitely be cheap. But at the same time, I mean, it would obviously be a risky, risky thing to do. I mean, just as far from an injury standpoint, you definitely don't want him fielding punts because he did have two muff punts in the same game this season. But there's a ton of upside there. I mean, there's a lot of talent to look at. I just think for something like that to happen, it would have to be such a, you know, play your way into a spot kind of a deal. And I don't know if that's what he's going to be going for. Anybody else you want to touch on? No, I mean, like I said, another team here that had a lot of names on it, but just not a lot of names I think would fit on the Chargers. So, I mean, those really are the only two guys that I would be ecstatic um, if the Chargers were to sign to a contract. But uh, I think we saw throughout all of these teams uh, a lot of focus on on the defense and uh, on the defensive line uh, especially. Um, But a lot of these guys you can bring in and really feel comfortable and confident that they would make this unit better. Well, and I mean, I think pretty much, you know, almost every guy on this list, the Chargers could have a chance to bring in like a oh, yeah. decent to realistic chance, right? Even the Bengals have 58 million in cap space open, right? But we talked about what they're already paying DJ Reader, right? And also for them specifically, they have, you know, Jesse Bates is going to be a free agent. They're starting left tackle. Riley Reef's going to be a free agent. They're starting tight end is going to be a free agent. So they're going to have some tough decisions to make that money is going to go quick, I would think, with the guys that they have headed into free agency. But I mean, you can say the same thing about the Chargers. The money always goes quick in free agency. But it would be nice to see the Chargers take some winning players, right? Take some players that have relationships with Brandon Staley, players who are standing out on playoff teams and targeting them in free agency. Because I think, if I had to say it, I mean, especially with the Rams, I think the Chargers will get somebody from one of these four teams in oh, free yeah. agency. And I think that, that player could have a huge impact, especially defensively, potentially with some of the names that we mentioned going forward for the Chargers. So it's always exciting to think about. But that is going to do it for today's show. If you guys want to get involved later on in the week, we are going to do Fan Friday this week. So make sure you guys get your voicemails in. If you have any questions, you can hit us up on Twitter at LockdownLAC. You can get to the voicemail at 323-524-7924. And we try to get all the Chargers voicemails played on the show. And we'll definitely be getting into some of those this week. But we appreciate you guys making us your first listen. As always, Make sure to subscribe to the new Locked On Chargers YouTube channel so you never miss the show or follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. And make sure to rate and review if you like the show as well. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at DanTalkSports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DrotalkSD. And you can also find the show on Facebook on our Locked On Chargers Facebook page and at Locked On Chargers on Instagram. But we'll be back with you guys tomorrow. We do have some things to talk about. We have Rashawn Slater and one more rookie making the all-rookie team in 2021 we'll see what else we can get into but we're back with you then until then take it easy and go bolts